0: Let's transition to building houses. So, say someone is listening to this yep. and they want to build their first house. Yeah, what are the steps to do that? Um, they got
1: to find a business. So they got to understand a business model that's financially lucrative. So I always tell people, don't don't go after the masses, right? Because if you're competing against like Dr. Horton, Pulte, Lennar, KB Homes, all the big builders, those guys are building in volume, so their margins are smaller. So if you try to go up in in, in Profit largely against those guys. You're not going to do so because you have to compete with them, and because they're 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 building in scale, you'll never get there. It, you'll work harder than what the time is worth. You'll make more money wholesaling homes, right? Okay. Whereas if you go in and you do like ultra wealthy, you might make a, a one time hit if you're lucky enough to sell it. But there might be, but the the the, the amount of people buying is compressed. So you yeah. have like maybe. One to three percent of buyers out there, okay, you know at any given time, so you're just eliminated ninety eight percent or better of the home buyers. that's hard, yeah, so I always tell people like the market that we focus in is in the upper demographics of the upper twenty four percent of the middle class of of home buyers. they're the people that are constitute for fourteen percent of the cash buys on homes um and they have money. there are people like our moms and dads or grandparents, people that have lived in one or two homes, they've scaled up. They've um, they've paid off their mortgages over thirty years. They've mm-hmm. worked. They have equity, and they have expendable capital. And so I said that twenty four percent of the upper demographics of the middle class are where the money is. Got it. Because um, they're not living month to month, paycheck to paycheck. Recessions like financial um, interest, high interest rates, and recessions like we we've, are just living through now, or coming to the tail end of, God willing, is um, they don't get as affected. Everybody mm-hmm. gets affected by it. They just don't get of as course. affected. Yeah. See, first you got to understand a business model where their money is. It's mm-hmm. lucrative, right? Um, I think people try to force business models. When you reverse engineer a business, and you you have to understand where the money comes from. Yeah. So when you're when you're building a house, you go you have to reverse into the numbers. And um, when you say, okay, well, if I'm building a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar house, um, like I talked about with my son. Um, and you buy a lot for one hundred, hundred twenty thousand dollars. And if you understand what build, real build costs are, and you negotiate with your contractors to, you get to that build cost because the, mm-hmm. the, the the contractors are out there. Um, you go in and you first buy, look for a demographical area that supports the business model. You just mm-hmm. don't go buy land anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then once you find an area that supports that business model, that's where you look for land. Got it. And then you, you you tie up the land there for a lot of people that maybe are coming in just starting, um, don't have the ability to buy the land. Yeah. Um, tie it up on an owner finance contract or just do a delayed close, um, you know, and talk to the seller. And tell them, look, I'm going to build a house. I need a construction loan. I don't actually have the land for the cash, uh, the cash for the land, but... Um, I, I do have the ability to get a construction loan and if you can give me uh 60 or 90 days to get some architectural prints put together, um, we'll close on it when I get my construction loan. Um, but in good faith, I'll put $10,000 down as earnest money or $2,000 down or 5,000, whatever. It depends on the, mm-hmm. the price of the lot. Right. And, um, and then you can go in for a modest amount of money and tie it up. Mm-hmm. And then you have to understand there's um, an entitlement process even for residential, and it's basically you going in, designing the house, mm-hmm. and submitting for permits. Once the set of plans, the, the blueprints, are in a, in a fashion where you can go submit them for permits, you can now submit those also to the bank. And now they have something tangible to appraise. Mm. And so now they can take that those tangible prints and appraise it to fair market value, which you've already done because you ran the comps. That's why you're there. So you already know what the price is going to be on those homes. <clears throat> now the bank has that same capability of doing so. Yeah. So now you're able to get a construction loan. The bank actually pays off the lot for you
0: on your first mm. draw. Oh, okay. So you get a construction loan and then the bank pays the lot off for you. Yep. And that that's
1: one way. There's yeah. multiple ways that we teach people how to do it. They can do an, an owner finance deal and do and owner finance a lot all the way to the end of the bill. They can get private money, hard money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're-
0: what about like, okay, so first you pick an area, where are you going to build, you know, what type of home you're going to build. Yep. um Then you start looking for lots and then you try to negotiate seller financing or whatever the case may be yep. to finance whatever a lot. whatever
1: options you may be exercising.
0: Where I think most people fail, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like finding the contractor. Because I've known people that try to build. Yeah. They go out. They they pay the contractor, and then for some reason doesn't get finished, or the plans don't get fully approved, or the contractor quits, or they take the money. So like
1: building is pretty easy. Um. So most people are pretty capable of doing of of being a contractor. There's a lot of people that are watching, especially if this is your podcast. You're doing fix and flips. Like if you've done a fix and flip, Uh you're plenty capable of building a new house. Fix and flips suck, man. They like. <laughs> truth be told, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. I mean, I Damn, just, you know. I mean, I've done them, man. I just yeah. my whole thing is like for the a national average, you're making thirty to forty thousand. Yes. And then you you go and you make this thirty forty thousand dollars. It takes you every bit of a, a couple months to get the construction done plus the yeah. resale time. Yeah. I mean, you're you're in the deal for six months. You know, yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, my whole thing is I can control my
0: variables and make four times that. Building new, right? So what's like the average net on a new build?
1: In, in our demographics, the average net's between 100 and 200,000, someplace oh. in there, depending on the lot. There's some variables in there, Got right? It. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do with contractors. It does if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But it predominantly has to do with the land,
0: the land itself. The land, how, ex- yeah. how cheap you get it. How cheap
1: it is. And then also impact um, fees and utilities are a
0: big variable. Got it. In that.
1: Um, but outside of those variables, once you understand those variables in your given area... The variable, now, now you're in control of those variables because you understand them, right? Yeah. In your area. So now the contractor is the issue. So for those of people that are already have somewhat construction experience in being a fix and flipper or, um, you know, or whatever it is, home value add or whatever, home yeah. renovation, yeah. you've done your own product, you can build
0: your own home. Really? You can do an owner build. Yeah. And I'm almost tempted to build a house now. You're giving yeah. me a lot of confidence.
1: Well, and here's the thing. Like I've, I've ran into people where they say, Jerome, I tried building a spec house and I lost my ass. And yeah. I've met those people. Damn. And it's and, and most of it is because they didn't know the business model. Yeah. You know, like I'm giving them the business model now to a certain degree, um, right? But if you understand that, because people go in, they have this thing going, I'm going to go build a million dollar home and I can make 400 grand on it. Yeah. Yeah, but your risk is too high, man. Like why? I'd rather just take a $200,000 profit and know the shit's going to sell.
0: Yeah, and yeah Do yeah. two of
1: those and make 400 grand, mm. right? Instead of like trying to make, make a slam dunk home run. Yeah. and. Almost the vast majority of people that tried building a spec home that failed, that was the case, that they went just went too big. Yeah. They went too big into a a luxury market that just doesn't pallet returns right. And when you go into a compressed market, the first asset class that gets hit is the lower demographics because Mm -hmm. those are the people that are pressed financially. So the median home buyer gets pressed. You don't want to compete in that because that's where the fix and flips come in. They also get compressed because you're trying to buy a house at a baseline. You're trying to add value to it and then sell it at a premium. Yeah. Well, when the market compresses, people don't buy what they want; they buy what they need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't they don't want they they would love to have a, a, tr- a fully renovated house, but if they have to buy an old home and renovate it themselves over time, they'll do that. They need the home, so they'll do that over paying a, a premium a, a, pre- a premium for a house, yeah. right? So, and if you only have a, a a small marginal profit in there, that profit goes towards lowering the price to. Get rid of the project. Yeah. You know, Ryan, I just talked about, that's what he said this year was for him, you know, on all his, uh, on all his properties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a washout year where he just was trying to get rid of inventory.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. hundred percent.
1: So with these, you'll still profit. Like even in 2008, we still, I think my lowest profit was like 80 some thousand dollars.